Hello, everyone. The Fortis Core Corecast is back after a long hiatus. And tonight we're bringing you what qualifies you as a gamer. Tonight I have with me Euphoric Fever. Hey, guys. What's up? Kurosen. Hello. Largo. Hi. And joining us from Fortis Core's Triple Reel, Jetman. Wait, this is my normal show. What? Oh, hey, guys. Hey, what's up, everyone? So, what makes us gamers? Is it what we play? How often we play? Pretty simple topic, I think, but obviously highly opinion-based. So I'm going to state that right now. Please don't take any of this too seriously. Or else. So which one of you wants to start things off? I'm more of a respond kind of guy for what I want to talk about, so I'll actually let other people go first, I think. Uh, in other words, he's going to give us time to stop the recording so he doesn't get to part in this. Great. As is usual, then. We'll just drop him out now. It'll be all right. You see, I'm actually in every single podcast. It's just she drops me out of majority of them. Well, maybe if you were still hosting them. <laughs> or, or if you were entertaining. Damn. Okay, Curl, why don't we start with you? What is your definition of a gamer? Honestly, my definition of a gamer is someone who, that's their number one hobby, I would say, who puts in a lot of time into it, a lot of practice, gaming, socializing with others through gaming, long hours, just enjoying majority of the games that come out in general, and almost having an entire lifetime dedicated to it. Okay, for those of you that weren't bored to death with that answer, Largo, your turn. Damn. <laughs> I guess it really depends on how far you want to take this. I consider myself a gamer because it's my number one thing I enjoy doing. I'll always mostly come home and immediately want to do it, even if I don't have time. I guess that's almost borderline obsession, but who these days doesn't? You always want to do the things you enjoy, and if you enjoy games enough, I guess you can consider yourself a gamer in the end, but it comes down to also then what type of gamer you are, but that's probably for later on. His answer was better, I just couldn't, like, put them in the words. Good job. Yeah, his answer kind of was better. Yeah, it's okay, we all know. <laughs> okay, well, Jetman, interested in your answer, since I think you're probably the one of us that plays games the least. I will say I probably do play video games the least amongst people on our group and on our website, but I still have a passion for games. I love when it comes to video games. I've been playing games since I was five years old, been trying to get into every new console every time a new one comes out. And my personal belief when it comes to being a gamer is if you have the passion for the games, the storytelling, and the community that comes from it, and you can be a gamer of any type of any format i mean i love just about any other type of game that there is except for maybe some sports games but i have that passion to really get into the concept get into the story of the game if i can really like that particular game also i know that you like tabletop games too so would you consider people like that even a gamer I consider it a wide variety, whether it's tabletop gaming, video games. Hell, LARPing is a bit of a game in its own right. If you are invested into that particular background, that particular concept, as long as you're not dogging the others, I mean, no, there's part of the community that does. As long as you enjoy games for what it does and for bringing others together, hey, gamers are gamers. I agree with that. I just don't want to discount anybody else, you know? I understand people like tabletop games. I like tabletop games. And I also like D&D &D and Betrayal in the House of the Hill and Red Dragon, as I'm sure everybody here does. Second. Yep. Yeah. I have yet to play Red Dragon in, but I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Yo, you will. Especially you actually put real liquor in it. Oh, God, I want to play that version. Oh, it's great. The Red Drunken. It doesn't last very long, but it's great. Think well, for yourself. I think that was everyone, so time to move on. Oh, yes, that's right. We do have one more person, don't we? Well, so calling that bluff, too. Actually, I'm going to be different, and I'm actually going to disagree with every single one of you. 
Oh, here we go. What else is the heathen? What do you hate about Christmas this time? Jesus Christ, that is still relevant. No, no, no. Thinking about being a gamer is it's not about you know how long you've been gaming. It's not about how many hours a day you put into it. It's really a mindset. There are plenty of people like my age or even older that have lives now, quote unquote. People who actually go to work actually manage to maintain finances and go on dates, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, who are still love video games but just can't have time to play them. So being a gamer is really just all about the memories of it. I mean, people who think back fondly to the days when they play, yes, I'm going to say Utility Man, Chrono Trigger, and other great games like Ugh. Or even just thinking about what kind of new games coming out pretty soon or just what they want to do when they go home. But not everyone has the time. The time standard kind of puts into the matter if you're going to be a hardcore or a casual gamer. But being a gamer is that mindset. It's about well, how you feel about it. How often you think about it. That is actually beautifully put, man. I actually agree with that. Yes, I think you yeah. extended my answer and then blew your entire load in the first, what, eight minutes of this recording. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think I'm done here, guys. I'll leave the rest to you. Yes, and I'm sure you believe people can fly if they want to. Well, that's why I made airplanes. Well, controversy time, I guess. I, I'll have to be the hard ass here. And say, I do not think you're a gamer simply because you want to be. No, 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 no. You misunderstand. It's not about wanting to be. It's about what you are. <sighs> I mean, people who want to not... be gamers don't actually have any follow through, don't have any experience. I don't think you're a gamer simply because you say you are and try to play games. I do not think that makes you a gamer. Of course not. It makes you a wannabe. I don't think that person that sits on their phone 10 hours a day playing Candy Crush Saga and nothing else is a gamer. I disagree with that completely. I don't think those four people that get together every weekend to play the latest Madden game are gamers. I disagree with that completely. That does bring up a good point with how sports get to the equations in terms of gaming. Because, you know, sports are technically a game. Let's look at it like this. What is the difference between someone playing 10 hours of Candy Crush, between someone playing 10 hours of World of Warcraft? You're still having the same devotion, still putting the same effort at the same time. Yes, there's not as much mechanics involved, and it may not be much of, of a multiplayer mindset, but there's really no difference. I don't know about endurance other than, you know, staring at the screen just as much as the World of Warcraft player would, but I mean, I kind of see where you're coming from. And there's still a community connected to it because you're interacting with other players no matter what form you're playing, whether it be uh, WoW with other uh, individuals who are online on that particular server or Candy Crush, you can interact with other players and uh, provide assistance uh, with friends and other people in the community. When did being a gamer become some sort of elitist club that only a few people are allowed in, only if they're hardcore or know all the statistics behind everything? Why not be welcoming, open arms to even like old people who are over the age of 70 and still play like casual games? Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to break this up before this becomes an awe or extremely heated argument. First off, I don't play Candy Crush Saga, but since when did Candy Crush Saga or Candy Crush at all? allow you to actually interact with other people outside of the I'm standing next to them and I can look at their phone. If you have friends on the uh, game itself and are connected with the uh, local communities through Facebook and a couple of other social medias, you can actually provide items and uh, health for assistance. Of course, if you play Candy Crush Saga as your lifetime passion, you probably don't have any friends. That's besides the point. And two, opinions, oh, people, opinions, 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 don't kill me. I wasn't trying to shut you down for it. I'm just saying like, that's all that's besides the point of whatever you think for that. Now, the second thing is I did in my, in the intro for this thing, say there has to be different levels of gamer. Obviously the standard going into this is just casual and hardcore. And that entire breakdown is going to go into years and years of different arguments of who is considered a casual, who's considered a hardcore, who's considered anything. Anybody can be a gamer. It doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter how much time they actually devote to it. It's the actually enjoying playing the game, period. If they enjoy playing games at all, then they can be considered a gamer. Now, if you sit down and try to 
play Candy Crush for 16 hours a day out of your 24 hours that you've got, then maybe you want to rethink some of your life because you're dedicating that much to the phone app. But you never know. You might enjoy more of it than I think. I still wouldn't consider that personally a hardcore gamer at all, even if you're spending far too much time on that. Well, I'm actually going to comment on Euphoric's point there. There is no difference than somebody playing Candy Crush Saga all day or WoW all day. However, if that's all they play, I wouldn't call either of them gamers. Why Why wouldn't you consider uh, someone that plays World of Warcraft for 16 hours a day? I'm just using 16 as a a random number. And we've all been there and played 16 hours of World of Warcraft a day. Oh. Oh, we have, yes. I've definitely done that, but there was never a point where that was all I was playing. Okay. Well, let me pose it to you like this. Let's say you have someone that claims to be a professional boxer. However, they will only fight people named Jeff that are between five foot one and five foot three on Sundays. Are they really a professional boxer? I don't think so. I see the point you're trying to make here, but the thing is, it's still a game. Just because it's a boxing match, you're only facing that, one person exclusively. Yes, I can see where you're coming from from that. But a game encompasses so much more than just one experience with one single dude. No, there's plenty of guys named Jeff between 5'1 and 5'3. Okay, but is every game of Candy Crush or every game of War of Warcraft the exact same? You're doing It's not, games. but every game itself is just one game. Okay. Is it gamers or is it gamer? One game with R on it. It is gamer, but if you only play one game, I don't care what that game is, I don't consider you a gamer. Isn't gamer kind of short for I play video games? There you go. I play well, video games. You're you're also uh, breaking it down to strictly video games, too. What about all the tabletop group where they actually play board games and oh, RPGs well, see, and such? I'm at see, I also consider gamers. I don't consider that the same thing because if I said I play Monopoly and Payday and Life, I wouldn't call myself a gamer if I played those. That's not really the same thing, nor was that really what the term was meant for. Yeah, you're playing board games, but usually when somebody says, I'm a gamer, you think video games because that's generally what they mean. And and hold on about that. But, you know, before video games became so popular... The standardized gamer term was for people that used to play RPGs like D&D and Cyberpunk and etc. That was before video games. So what do you say to that then? Okay, but keep in mind, in every example I gave you, I said they played this one game and no other games. I had no idea being a gamer meant you had to play plural games. I I think you should have at least somewhat of a palette of games. I don't think it should just be, I devote myself to this one game. Like Ah, but um, see, that's your opinion. That's what this podcast is for, opinions. Correct. The same thing is if I had somebody that only ever read The Wizard of Oz, never read any other book in their life, but wanted to call themselves a reader. No, that does not make you a reader. Why not? They can read. They can read, but they're not necessarily a reader just because they can read. So now we're bottling out aesthetics. Well, I'm just saying, I can repair things, but I wouldn't call myself a repair man. So it sounds I, like we're getting to like the core of gamers being either I've played or play games, or gamers being I play games regularly as a hobby. I don't we're also think- breaking down whether or not like a lot of personal opinions in some of this and technically locking some things out with such. Well, I don't think it necessarily matters what games you're playing per se, but I do think that you need to be playing an assortment of games to consider yourself a gamer. It doesn't matter if all you play are sports games and puzzle games and racing games and whatnot. At least you are playing an assortment. So if Ray here decided, or whatever he wants to call himself right now, if Ray here decided he wanted to play Madden and D&D, two totally separate mediums, and then decides to try out, let's say, physical baseball, 
You're saying he can't be a gamer because he doesn't supply more than two video games? I mean, I'm not saying he can't be a gamer. I'm just saying I wouldn't qualify him as such. But then we're back to my original opening statement in that being a gamer isn't just about playing games. It's a mindset. It's a mentality. I just, I don't view it that way. I mean, you, you are because you do. Not necessarily the case. Look at a philosophist. I mean, my myself, I am in an internship right now. I'm working most of my uh, normal week, but on weekends and on evenings, I'm spending two, three, four hours playing some sort of video game, whether it be an old school game that I haven't played in 10 years or something brand new. Mind you, I'm still a console generation behind, but there's that. Plus also playing tabletop games. So does that leave me out of the picture or... Is this something else? I'd consider you to be still a gamer and personally, but then again, my mindset includes anybody who enjoys tabletop games, video games. Hell, you could decide you want to play hide and seek for all I give a crap. Well, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily based on how much time you spend because, yeah, some people don't have much time to play games. And I'm not necessarily going to disqualify them as a gamer for that. However, if in the time that you do have, you are playing a variety of games, okay, you're a gamer. Wait, 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 wait. Who are you to disqualify anybody from being a gamer? There is no written rule that says, oh, you're only allowed to have this title by doing these certain things. I swear, I'm going to have to make the picture for this podcast just the word opinion. I got it. I got it. I'm just contesting your opinion with my own. Okay, well, in that same vein, how do you qualify somebody as a gamer? You're not really the voice of reason here. Yours is just an opinion, too. Correct. You're absolutely right. However, I feel I'm a bit more open with my reasoning in regards to who is allowed in this exclusive club being known as being a gamer. I don't view it as an exclusive club. The only thing is, is that taking your stance on it, you basically allow more people in said club. Therefore, more people are going to be likely to agree with you because yours is the more popular answer. That doesn't necessarily make it any more right than mine. You'd be surprised how many people would actually agree with your mentality. Probably majority, honestly. I'm sure the majority of, as Largo put it, hardcore gamers would agree with me, yes. But the majority of casual gamers would most likely agree with you. What about the passion for the games? What about the passion for whether it just be the one particular game that they're into or the vast majority? And that's where it all spawns, as I've been saying most of this night. Well, see, you can have passion. I can say, you know, if I say I love cribbage, but I never play cribbage, I never watch cribbage, I never read about cribbage, do I really love cribbage? I'm just saying that. No, your heart's not into it. Well, in that same sense, you can say you have the passion, but if you don't actually do, then it doesn't really define you. Um, I can contest that, actually. Uh, my main job here at Fortis Core is actually to be more of a research hound. I'm the kind of person that looks at articles, trivia, myths, history, lore, in a sense, of video games. That's what I enjoy to do. I'm immersing myself in those worlds. There are many, vast, various worlds I'm immersing myself in, but very seldom do I get a chance to play those games. And don't get me wrong, I play plenty of games in my spare time, but I read about them all. I think about them. I develop my own theories and my own research. And I feel that that makes me more of an investment into an actual becoming a gamer than some other people. Yeah, I mean, money keeps me from playing all those games I want, but I still read about them and watch Let's Plays and stuff about them. Yeah. I've got a couple of examples for you, Ryan, that I'd like your opinion on then. Since we're here and doing this, I have two friends that I'm going to both label out, and then you can tell me what you think of them, and then I'll tell you what I think of them at the end. Oh, we're right. labeling people now? Offensive content, Whoa. everyone. Uh-oh, this come is, This is my personal opinion, and apparently your opinion would uh, vastly differ from mine, sort of. I'm just wondering if we're kind of on the same page. Okay, shoot. All right, so James enjoys playing Cards Against Humanity board games, regular card games, and very seldomly touches an Xbox 360. Doesn't really play any computer games, but will sit down and still play Smash Brothers in a group set if everybody's doing it. 
what do you consider him? See, I wouldn't qualify that as a gamer because I don't necessarily include board games and card games. That's not to say they aren't, but I've always thought of that as a separate thing from video games. And usually when I use the term gamer, I mean video games. So if they rarely touch a video game, I wouldn't qualify that as a gamer. Because they're just kind of saying, okay, I'll play Smash Brothers because everyone else is doing it. Okay, well, anybody else's opinion since we're here? Uh, Largo, quick question. Do you have a hidden camera in my living room or something? <laughs> Maybe. I would consider that person a gamer because I constitute board games and card games as a game. Because most people get into some card games through video games. Look at Pokemon, for example. Oh, man. Pokemon. You know, if I went outside and played tic-tac-toe in the dirt, you'd call me a gamer. No, actually, I would not constitute anyone who plays physical sports as a gamer. That's not physical. I had somebody else draw the tic-tac-toe board and the letters for me. <laughs> anyway, with, lazy. Lazy. anyway, with the way you're describing it, Largo, I would consider them a gamer. I mean, especially since you mentioned anytime they're in a group setting and their friends are playing Smash Brothers, it sounds like they're interested in wanting to try this game and play with their friends. And you said they hardly ever touch an Xbox, which means every so often they still play. And again, they still have their tabletop games. They still have the card games and everything that they are able to play every so often. So as long as they have that passion and willing to uh, take part, I consider them a gamer. I would There's disagree that. with Jetman's original point in saying that it makes them a gamer if they play Smash Brothers just because everyone else is. That's a bandwagon effect, and he's playing it because everyone else is and doesn't want to feel left out. If that's the actual case, of course. Oh, and that's what it sounded like. I wasn't sure I just, of how you were... Largo, how exactly were you saying that with the whole no, uh, Smash Brothers thing? Take it as you heard. That's fine. Either way. In my scenario, it's he only plays it when there's a party of people around. Okay, I interpreted it as he may still be interested in playing the game, but prefers to play when he's has friends around. That's how I heard it and interpreted it myself. So I would still consider that a gamer on that end. Yeah. Honestly, if James has the passion with those board games, card games, and even to, I wouldn't say the Smash Brothers part is gamer, because that's more bandwagon. With those board games and card games, if he has the passion, plays them a lot, practices them, buys the stuff, etc., I would agree that would make him a gamer. Wow, so everybody's going to band together and make me seem like the bad guy. Well, I'm used to I that. Get, oh, um, really? That sucks, doesn't it? Well, I'm going to tell you my opinion after we get to the second guy. Well, I mean, it, it sucks, but at the very least, I don't hate Christmas. Well, let's hear what the other scenario Largo was going to bring up. Hold on. All right, so Daniel, as scenario two, frequently plays World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, Dragon Ball Xenoverse, still plays Red Dragon Inn when there's a group around, still plays Halo if it comes up for Xbox, still plays... Call of Duty if it's there, but isn't really good at any of them. He doesn't really strive to try to be better at anything he plays, but he still plays anything that comes through. What do you consider that? Okay, so he never tries to improve himself on anything. Right. He will play with friends, he will play with anybody that comes up, but does not strive to better himself at games. Okay, I'm going to need this person's address because he keeps getting put on my team in Heroes of the Storm, and I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> I second that. It's <laughs> a good point. Uh, I, I mean, I would have said yes, they're a gamer up until the point where you said they played Call of Duty, and then I kind of had to throw up a little bit. But <laughs> I guess, yes, technically I would still classify them as a gamer. I couldn't classify them as a gamer if they're only playing is it is just to play with friends and not better themselves. Like, well, they don't care. I didn't, I didn't say he only played with just friends. I said he he played the games like even if he plays World of Warcraft or Dragon Ball or Legend of Dragoon or whatever, he still plays them solo. Just he also still prefers to play with friends. Oh, so it's more of as uh, he plays the games, doesn't really care what his skill level is, just plays them just because to play them. Like, Correct. I'm not saying he doesn't try, just saying he doesn't actively pursue personal betterment. I get it. 
So he's a filthy casual, but he's still a gamer to me, at least. So, again, this is basically me. I mean, in this circumstance, what it sounds like. So you're the guy I keep getting on my team in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, what's your yeah, address bro. again? God damn it, Jetman. <laughs> it's one, two, three, four, go to hell, Wayne. You could have been a little more clever with that. I mean, come on. Yeah, like hell highway. I, mean, I, I will not be editing that out because of how bad that was. <laughs> and again, there's the uh, skill level challenge. Woo-hoo. Very clever. Damn, that was deep. But seriously, deep. I do consider oh, that second person that you mentioned, Largo. I do consider them a gamer. I mean, again, they enjoy playing certain games. Yeah, they may not be the best at it and may not be aiming to try to improve, but they still have a passion for playing those particular games and still tries to play in a social setting with others. All right, Ray, you're the only one who hasn't commented yet. Well, speaking as someone who actually knows who you're talking about, I would call him a gamer, definitely. I do know that he does care about what he's doing. I mean, he doesn't care if he wins or loses. He just cares for the experience. He cares for the personable drive. Very nice term. Well, now that everyone's had their opinion outside of utility, man. No one cares about him anyways. This is true. He didn't have an opinion anyway. Yeah, I'm only the host, you know. Well, we already know you don't like customization, so it doesn't go very far. (laughs) Yes, I I do not like having to dress my virtual character. Thank you. Lame. Heathen. Anyway. Are you going to say what you call for this or not? I mean, I already said your second person was a gamer. Okay. Well, James, I would not personally consider a gamer. He doesn't actively pursue playing games normally. He enjoys it in a party bandwagon scenario, and he enjoys being with the people around. Whereas Daniel, I would still consider a gamer, but I would still consider him more of a casual person than anything else. And this all still comes down to whether or not, and we've used this multiple times now, anybody has the passion for it. Anybody has the will to want to play it. This keeps coming up this entire time we've been talking. So, basically, TLDR, gaming equals passion? I would say so, yes. Okay, but is that necessarily the passion to play games? What if you have somebody that just likes collecting them, but not necessarily playing them? Well, then they're a collector. Yeah, easy there. They only collect games. Let's say they watch them on YouTube constantly, they read about them, but don't play them. They just want to collect them. And they're well, a gaming they, fan, not a if gamer. They, if they like watching it and reading about it and going through all the, the secondary part of being a gamer, that I still don't technically consider them being a gamer because they don't have the passion to actually pull it out and actually play it. Okay. That's like comparing the difference between a race car fan and an actual driver. Somebody who actually goes under the hood, builds the car, works on it, and somebody who knows the stats of their favorite driver, knows the make and model, and watches every race. In that example, I would say that the person is smart because games are hella expensive. They'd be worth a lot later on. But I would consider them a gamer because they're still looking up YouTube videos about them and still kind of engulfing themselves in that mentality. They may not play that, but like I said earlier, I don't think you need to play games to be a gamer, at least not presently. Okay, well, now I see why me and him are complete opposites on everything. Well, if they're just watching videos of someone else play, though, they're not getting the full personal experience, though. And I think that's also part of the deal that comes with being a gamer. I mean, you're not wrong because they are still getting the enjoyment out of the games themselves. But I think that's more of a game enthusiast than an actual gamer. Kind of depends on what videos you're watching. If you're watching Let's Plays, you're not watching it for the games. As I always tell all my streamers in Fortis Core, people come for the games, they stay for the streamer. They're watching it for that person, that personality. Now, if you're if you're looking up like videos of, oh, let's say top five best games of all time, uh, maybe what is the history of this game or the lore here, I consider that being a game. Now, see, I'm sure you won't necessarily qualify this as a Let's Play, but usually when I watch them, I find ones without commentary because I just want the game. Okay, then that fits to my secondary example, which is I would constitute as a gamer because you're looking at it for the game, to immerse yourself in that gaming experience, in that gaming world. 
Oh, no, I was just saying, since you said people come for the game, stay for the person recording. Well, considering I, yeah, people who, are, who are actually commentating. Yeah, like if I'm going to look for a streamer, yeah, I obviously want them talking. But when I just watch a Let's Play, I just want the game. But at least three of you kind of agree with me there. Like if they don't play any games at all, wouldn't consider that a gamer. So why do you consider it a gamer if they only play one game but play it a lot? Because it's still somebody who has that passion and intent to play that game, even if it's just that one game over long hours. There's something about it that they just enjoy and really bake it into and want to stay constantly connected to it, constantly playing as often as possible. I don't see much of a difference putting in 10 hours into World of Warcraft as opposed to putting three hours into Minecraft, uh, four hours into Final Fantasy, and then three hours into NFL Blitz. It's still a game. It doesn't matter how many it is. It's still a game. I guess the way I look at this is, again, let's use an example, whether it's bad or good, no matter. Take somebody who plays baseball. It's the only sport they play. I can qualify them as a baseball player, but not necessarily a sports player because they only play one sport. Um, that no. would be contesting against like the entire world's opinion. I'm just saying that's the way I look at it. I think that if you're going to classify someone as something that represents a group of things, then sticking to one tiny portion of that does not classify them as such for me so someone who only dances the waltz isn't a dancer because they only do the waltz i would say they're great at the waltz but i wouldn't necessarily call them a dancer no uh that is a very very askewed but when you're only doing the one dance you're not necessarily somebody who dances you're okay. somebody who does that one dance so That's, someone who's dancing the waltz what are they doing when when they're up there doing the waltz are, are they dancing or or are they doing the waltz they're also dancing because that's a form of dance. Dance is a very broad term that, that encompasses a lot of individual dances just like gaming encompasses a bunch of individual games they are dancing wouldn't call them a dancer but if they're dancing, then they're a dancer. Okay, let's, since you want to use dancing for an example, let's take the show So You Think You Can Dance. Nobody ever won that show only being able to do one dance. Nobody ever made it past the first couple rounds only being able to do one dance because they didn't qualify them as a dancer. Um, um, okay, I'm going to have to say something here. Dancer covers all dances because we're too lazy to specifically say that person's a waltzer or ballet even they even say ballet dancer i mean shit but my point is is that when they look at someone they say okay that person is a good dancer they generally mean they can do multiple types of dances otherwise they would just say that person is good at the waltz not me not anyone not i know quite. not my cat so when you're playing Magic the Gathering, you're not playing a card game. You're playing a card game, but I wouldn't classify you as a card game player if that's the only card game you play. I think you're reaching. I'm yeah. not reaching. That's really how I view it. So a professional baseball or football player is not a complete athlete if they're just the professional in just that one game type? Oh, they're athletes because athletics can be considered a multitude of things. It can be considered just running. It can be considered being good at the long jump. It can be considered good at throwing. There's multiple things. There's multiple things there that qualify them as an athlete. But to say they're a sports player, well, they only play baseball. They're a baseball player, not a sports player. So if someone is making an egg, they're not actually cooking. So, in other words, what you're going to do is get me to clarify every single thing. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to get, like, what, you, what kind of points you have going on through your head in the public terms here. I, 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 I'm okay. just blown away. Somebody who can only cook an egg and nothing else is not a cook. 
Okay, so the person who plays Candy Crush, they can't play any other game. They can. They just choose to play Candy Crush for 10 hours a day. Okay, that's all they play? Not a gamer to me. It's not about what you're not capable of doing. It's about okay, doing it encompasses a broader term of them. Let like, me turn this to you then. If you could only cook an egg and nothing else, would you call yourself a cook? I don't know many people that would. No, and they call them a cook, but I'd still say they're cooking. They're cooking, but not a cook. There you go. The person good at the waltz is dancing, but not necessarily a dancer. English I... is hard, guys. Apparently. Again, opinions. This is just my opinion. I thought this was about gaming, not about English. It is, but, you know, because my view is so different than his, he's trying to find some way he can trap me into agreeing with him. No, actually not. I'm honestly just curious. Why are you going to be the problem, child? Well, when you're doing something that regards identifying things or identifying groups, you're always going to have issues in regards to definitions or understandings of the lexicon. That's always going to be a thing. So, I mean, I understand us getting into an argument now over whose opinions matter, but that's how it goes when you're dealing with identifying the lexicon. There's no spite here or anything else like that. I'm just like... I wasn't saying there was. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. Like, look at like an esports player, like someone like someone who plays League of Legends professionally. Let's say Faker, for example, or the popular name, and all he plays is League of Legends, and he is technically an esports gamer. That is his actual title, and he gets paid for it. But all he plays is League of Legends. I see why people would call him that, and I kind of say that's because League of Legends is pretty much the reason we have esports, and for a while there it was our only esport. So kind of hard to really compare that to the other examples. You forget how big Counter-Strike was for a while there. Or Dota. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not necessarily talking bad about anyone. There's nothing wrong with having a different opinion. No, not at all. And I don't think that somebody is less of a gamer if they play less games. This is just really my opinion on what I think is and is not a gamer. Okay, okay. I mean, we've been on this topic for a good while now. Let's let's move on from the aesthetics of wordage here. Um, what qualifies you a gamer is the topic. So what exactly are you wanting to move on to? I was going to kind of consider what's kind of the barrier between being a casual gamer and a hardcore gamer. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, now this is one area where... I will have to go back to the definition you guys were giving. I think the distinction between casual and hardcore is mentality. Okay. Uh, Elaborate. I'm interested in hearing this. Okay. Now, I don't think a hardcore gamer is necessarily somebody that plays a lot more games than other people. Yeah, oftentimes that's the case. But I consider hardcore gamers to be people who are generally more serious at the games that they play. I'd also Mm. say more of a focus into a certain maybe genre type, but still plays all the others. I would agree with that somewhat, but I think it's someone who has their entire life, well, not their entire life, but most of their life encompassing around a certain game or, or a list of games. Korea. So it's, it's, it's not Korea. just someone who... What? Korea. Well, stereotypes. But, like, someone who spends 14 hours a day playing an MMO, for example, and while they're at work on their lunch break, they're looking up strategy guides or um, how to do a raid, etc. That's a hardcore game compared to someone who logs in two hours a day, maybe looks up a build or something on his off time, and then otherwise is whatever. Uh, Well, first off, not necessarily a stereotype. They actually do have a ton of them that play a lot of StarCraft, and I'm very envious, guys. Like, I wish I could play one particular game for a living. Training schools. Training schools all over the place. But you don't live in South Korea. Just become a gold farmer. Uh... The lovely days of WoW, where you could create a character, and within five minutes of being on the server for the first time ever, you already had somebody whispering, you gold, please. Wow, it's like every MMO. 
Yeah, that's literally every MMO. I still deal it, with that crap in the It is now, yeah, but I think a lot of us were first exposed to it during WoW. I was Our playing Dark Age of Camelot yesterday and got asked for gold. Dark Age of Camelot. <laughs> really? Dark Age? Holy crap. Yeah. Okay, well, Dark Age for a reason. See, now the reason I disagree with it being time-based is I don't... <laughs> Okay, let's use World of Warcraft for an example because we do that for everything. Yep. I do not consider somebody who sits in town all day selling enchants to be a hardcore gamer because that's not necessarily being serious about the game itself. That's just doing one aspect of it and spending a lot of time on it. Or let's say... Okay, well, hold on. I'll get to that. Let's say... You're on the game all day, and all you do is chat. You don't do any raids. You don't do any boss fights. You don't do any quests. But you're on the game for 20 hours a day just talking. You're not really a hardcore gamer just because you're spending a lot of time on that game. I have to disagree with you on some of that. Because the reason why is during Eleven, I had a friend named David Hume. He never got the cap level, but... God damn, he had almost all of his crafts all the way up. He would go farm for them, he would craft the items, get them high quality, and do it all over again, which was a lot of work in Eleven. Sure, he never got the cap level and played the main part of the game, but man, he made a lot of people happy with his crafting. But that is being serious about something. He's going out there and getting all these recipes and spending all the time to do them, instead of just sitting in town saying, 20 gold for this... Dirty well, he was doing that, that all day long. I know he was he was doing that too, but that's not all he did. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. The person who's in town for twenty hours trying to sell something—that's still being involved in the game's commerce. That is the game's commerce. You're devoted at it, but that doesn't necessarily make you serious. The game it makes you a businessman, I guess. It's a, yeah, I it's think an attribute the- of the game. I it is what attribute of the game, but go ahead, Jetman. Um, utility. I think what you're going about is there's a difference between somebody who's acting as a, a trader or broker within the game, exchanging money or between items or trading items in order to sell them to a oncoming player, versus somebody who's going out actually making the items and then sharing them amongst others. Am I correct in that understanding? Yes, I would consider those two totally different things. Okay, I can see that to some degree. I don't entirely agree with it, but I do understand where you're coming from with that. Okay. Your second point, however, the whole logging into chat, etc., I do agree with that. That's just using the game as a glorified chat room. Expensive one. The next example I'm going to give, I wish Frosthaven were here for this because he might be the only one that agrees with me. (sighs) As far as casual and hardcore gamers go, I know a lot of people are going to hate this, but I think one of my best examples, let's look at the Marvel vs. Capcom series. Duck and cover. Now, Largo can agree with me that you have to be pretty serious at the game to be competitive on a pro level. You can't just casually play the game for a couple hours here and there and then go beat pro players at Marvel 2. You're not going to do that. This is correct. That's any fighting game. Yep. No, that's not any fighting game. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is so watered down and noobified that casual players can actually luck out a win on much better players just because of how horribly made the game was. I'm going to disagree with that. Now, I'm not saying they're going to go and beat a pro player nine out of ten times, no. But I generally feel like they have a much higher chance of pulling out an undeserved win in that game than Marvel 2. I, again, still disagree with that. Because Seriously? Of how you're, telling me, built. you're telling me that a last man standing X-Factored Sentinel can't pull off a BS undeserved win on a better player because it happens a lot. I'm going to say someone casual at Marvel 3, even with X-Factor Sentinel per se, against 
someone that is considered a quote-unquote pro player wouldn't have the execution to be able to pull that off. I really think this is too narrow, because honestly, I'm a gamer, but I have no idea what you two are talking about. Yeah, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I have personal experience that can kind of back this one up. I mean, I'm not that good with fighting games, but I've been crazy enough to actually take part in game tournaments, and uh, I've actually had something recently happen with me taking part in the game tournament at Wizard World Tulsa. I should not have, but there is a recording out there somewhere showing me getting my butt handed to me at Street Fighter V, just as a casual gamer hardly played against a pro. I personally held my own rather decently, all things considering, but as a casual gamer, I had no business taking part in that tournament. But I still tried just for the fun of it. And I can see what you're talking about with this utility because... Marvel vs. Capcom 3, it does have that opening where even somebody who's a noob like myself with fighting games who barely plays them can still eke out a victory against a pro depending on your combination. A pro player should not be getting beaten down by anybody who's a casual. They're trained hard enough and practice hard enough to counter that kind of shit from happening because most casual players, they either spam certain things or just jam on their keyboard, essentially. And most pro players know how to combat that thing. You see, the thing about Marvel 3 is that you can be a casual player and just learn 100% combo and just hit somebody with that three times. I mean, the chances of somebody blocking 100% of the time is pretty slim. And again, because of the way the game was made, it's a lot more friendly to casuals than Marvel 2 was. Then I would question mechanics in Marvel towards Capcom 3. I was about to say, that would be an abnormality compared to most things then. Still, if the said casual took the time to try to learn a 100% slash infinite combo on either Marvel 2 or Marvel 3 then they're really not playing the game like a casual person would be playing. Well, well, let me just say that like the 100% combo in Marvel 3, let's use Captain America, for example, is miles and miles easier than pulling off the Magneto Infinite in Marvel 2. And that's generally the case for all the Infinites. So, Marvel 3 is just an overall easier game. So, uh, I'm, like, not, I'm not disagreeing with that Marvel 3 is an easier game. I'm just saying that because of the genre that fighting games entails, you're really not going to have a hardcore gamer getting beat by a casual player with the hardcore game actually trying at all. See, I just disagree with that. Like, I know a hardcore gamer is going to win 99 times out of 100, maybe even 100 out of 100. But that slim chance is always there that they could just screw up once okay that's in any game though not just Marvel. That, that, is, that is the case in any game yes i agree with that i was just giving an example of where the chance is probably a lot higher because the game is technically geared towards casual players well that's just well, an abnormality in that game compared to much other games which we could be using as examples then consider this too a casual at blaze blue or guilty gear or street fighter 5 a casual person can still technically win in those if their block and poke game is just good enough well for blaze blue and guilty gear i feel like they have a pretty high skill cap and i don't like marvel i don't think marvel 3 does i really don't it's so easy to learn how to 100 percent somebody in that game i'm gonna put it to you this way and just so we can get off of consistently talking about Marvel still, since most of the people in the chat right now don't really understand. From when I played Marvel 3, from original Marvel 3 through Ultimate, I never learned a 100% combo. And it's not that I wasn't interested, it's that I never personally found it. I never looked it up. But I also didn't consider myself a hardcore gamer at Marvel. I just played it for fun. Well, I do consider myself a hardcore gamer when it comes to 2D fighting games, but I didn't use that stuff either, and I know a lot of people will disqualify me for that. Like, you should always do anything you can to win. That's the general mindset. Like, whatever you have to do to win, 
is usually the hardcore mindset, but I think that there's boundaries that shouldn't be crossed. There's a matter of respect there. I mean, you're not always playing in a professional tournament for money. I do understand in that setting, yeah, do whatever it takes to win. But when you're just regularly playing with people, you don't need to do every dirty trick in the book just to pull out the W. You don't need to be that asshole who's basically juggling the guy for the next 30 seconds and not giving them a chance to even touch you. Personal experience, Jetman? Oh, let's just say, and this is going back to Marvel versus Capcom, one person who kept on doing that juggled me for 10 matches straight. Yeah, ouch. I dropped the guy's controller, and he actually tried to juggle me, wanted to juggle me afterwards. Yeah, that kind of cuts into my original point there. Like, somebody that takes the time to learn how to do that, but only knows how to do that, will still pull off some victories, but wouldn't classify them as a hardcore person just because they can do that one thing. Again, I think being a hardcore gamer is not just the amount of time you allot to a game, but also the passion and the mentality behind it. So I agree with you with that point to your original statement. But it also it counts as how often they, they play a game, how often they think about it, you know. Well, I'm glad you at least threw in think about it because, again, there we can't necessarily hold it against certain people when they just don't have the time to play as much as others. Sure, sure. I mean, I don't have a lot of time to play games anymore, but I still divulge myself into it. That's partially why Fortis Core even exists, is that mentality. But again, I'm looking at YouTube videos. I'm going on to game articles and reading about lore. I mean, it's a great medium and a fascinating and volatile market. And I love every bit of it. It sounds like you're a hardcore casual. Yep. Now I'm... Or casually hardcore, either way. (laughs) Now this is me kind of turning into the film snob here for a second. That's your job. uh, Fork brought up everything with lore. What about being a gamer if it's something about the game that brings you in from something about the aesthetic of the game, the story, the music, the composition, just the essence of the game itself? Does that make you a hardcore gamer for that particular game or that series of games? For me, I love the Mass Effect series because there's just something about that whole set of story and everything that I can really attach to and get into every single time I play or kingdom hearts, final fantasy, that sort of thing. There's something about the stories that just are compelling enough to just keep me in it from start to finish. Ah, Pokemon, but that's for another day. Well, I mean, in that sense, I don't necessarily think that just enjoying more aspects of the game qualifies you as one way or the other, but immersing yourself completely in the game, I could see that being qualified as a hardcore gamer. Reminds me of the day when I was playing Metroid Prime, man. Good times. No, Mass Effect is actually a really good example, because it is a game that is a very devoted kind of mindset. It has a very large world, it has a very expansive lore, and it takes a lot to get into that. And of course, the gameplay is absolutely amazing, discounting 3's ending. But, I mean, it, it takes a lot of commitment to really engulf yourself into a medium like that. And since it is through a video game, I would definitely count you as a hardcore gamer if you immerse yourself in that deeply. And probably the same thing with other big games, Uh, anything ranging from Kingdom Hearts or anything with any sort of big episodic or big series-long storyline that has a major arc or concept to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the difference is, though, is there's a difference between I mean, hardcore and immersing yourself in like in lore and story, etc., and then getting to the really, really nitty gritty and like getting the best possible stats, doing the max amount of possible damage, and wearing the best possible gear, and manipulating the system to best suit you in any and all circumstances. Yeah, but I guess the thing is, where do we actually draw the line between hardcore and casual now? We don't. Well, just opinion-based. Like, take your example. They collected everything in the game, got all the power-ups and whatnot. However, the game is very story-driven, and they just skipped all the story, didn't read any of it. Then that's bringing up an argument whether it's more about 
getting into the mechanics and enjoying the mechanics of the game or getting into it and enjoying the story. Actually, you just reminded me of a really good point, too. One of the things that I can never forgive hardcore gaming that they invented was the achievement system. Achievements are introduced on Xbox and then were carried over to every console since then. And achievements are made for hardcore gamers. I hate achievements. I hate them. I still try to go for achievements, but I agree with you guys. That's something that's been really bugging me now with games as of late. I will try to complete achievements as long as it has to do with something that I actually want to do. Like, if the achievement is complete this optional quest and I'm enjoying the game, I'll do that. But if the achievement is go kill this one enemy 2,000 times, I'm going to say, screw it, I don't feel like doing that. I think I even have a pretty good example. Like, I've been playing through Star Ocean, the new, uh, what is it, Faithful Systems Integrity, whatever the newest one's actually called. And I don't really check the the achievement list, but I have looked at it. I've noticed some of them are just like, collect half of all the items, catalog 75% of all the items, you know, kill a whole bunch of people, kill a whole bunch of different enemies and enjoy this shiny token. I enjoy having that there to try to help me push to actually completing it overall, but I don't appreciate it in terms of the bragging rights. Like, I enjoy it because it helps me change up how I would normally play the game, but I don't like it for the <laughs> I'm better than you mentality of it, if that makes any sense to everybody. And I think it's just an excuse to just drag on a game when you should just be aiming for, whether it's just being in it and just enjoying the game for what it is versus, okay, now I'm just doing senseless, busy work that really pulling me out of the experience or pulling me out of enjoying the game. Dodge the lightning bolt a hundred times to get this item. Oh, please, no. Well, look at it this way. It's 50 it times four- in the thunder plane. God damn it, I hate that damn trick. I mean, if, I, if you look at it this way, it's, it's gotten me to do more of the side quests that I originally intended to play through the game, and it's gotten me to try to customize different characters into doing totally different things that actually play the different characters instead of just using insert main character and run through the game just to see the story. Cause I started the game with just the mentality of playing through the game, getting through the story, not even bothering really with side quests. But after I got a couple of achievements, I'm like, Oh, maybe I should look and see what else is there. And it's actually gotten me more immersed into what could have been a semi quick playthrough of a game into now something that's much deeper. And I've enjoyed more. And side quests one, that's perfectly fine. It's the bullshit, arbitrary, knick-knack, little ticker-taped little bullshit ones. That's when the issue comes up. Again, like the example Utility gave, kill a thousand of this particular type of character, collect a hundred items that are completely arbitrary to the story and do absolutely jack all. Those are the ones that get annoying. That you really only dare to do those if you care about the final trophy or achievement, which is get all the other achievements. If you don't care about that, then you really don't need to bother with it now, do you? Well, see, I think that's kind of playing off the completionist mindset. And while some achievements definitely extend your playtime and enjoyment with the game, there are some that... You just you don't want to do, but if you have that completionist mentality, you're going to kind of force yourself to do, even if you're no longer having fun. Kind of like your level 20 stitches. Hey, no, I had fun every level. I'm still having fun with stitches. <laughs> but since you brought Heroes of the Storm up, that's actually where I'm going to draw my final point of the night. And I'm kind of glad that Euphoric brought up the achievement system because while that definitely seems like more of a hardcore type thing, one thing that definitely caters to casuals is the MVP screen after the game. I hate this inclusion. I cannot tell you how many numerous times, again, why is Frosthaven not here? The worst player on your team will make it up on the MVP screen. And if your team lost that game, 
they'll be the only one up there and they'll be bragging thinking they're so great because the game acknowledged them for some arbitrary thing that didn't even help you out at all why am i not up there i mean um i use wiener i am awesome yay i love this like you will have that one player who never helps out the team all game long you end up losing, and they'll be up on the MVP screen for oh, escape death four times. Seriously, seriously, that's the only one of us you acknowledge. The other four of us were busting our butt that entire game, and the one useless troll is the one the MVP screen acknowledges. This yeah. isn't a team deathmatch game, man. Why the hell are you getting the MVP for a KD of? 17 what the hell mvp screens are nothing more than to make people feel better about themselves well that's the point on a uh advertising front that keeps people playing but that's such a huge problem because when you have terrible people being recognized for an accomplishment they're gonna think okay i did a good job there's nothing to improve. It must have been the other four people on my team. I'm going to bring up that this entirely sounds like a hardcore quote-unquote problem and not necessarily a casual problem. And yeah. also the fact that I personally like the accolade screen at the end. I just don't like the MVP symbol because it really does inflate somebody's head over it. See, I, I agree with this... having at the end of the game of having five people on a row. I just don't agree with someone being classified as the MVP of the game in this kind of team-based game. I look at that as more of a casual thing because people that are really hardcore the game, people like up in Grandmaster and Master Ranks, probably don't give that much of a crap about the MVP screen because they know who truly did good that game because they're really good at the game. The only thing that really does is bolster the ego of people that aren't that good at the game. So I think the MVP screen is much more for casuals than hardcore gamers. I want to know how many of our listeners actually even play Heroes of the Storm, maybe a whole 2% and why this point actually matters to this. There are other games that do that. I'm just using that as an example. It's basically the same thing a lot of games do. I have a better example for you, and that is the level up effects in most every MMORPG. The little sound effects and the sparks and the flyers that go off every time you level up. That appeals to casual gamers to give you a sense of accomplishment. Well, I was going to use the example of some of the recent handheld Mario games. When you fail and fail and fail at the same level, and the game gives you the golden leaf that makes you fly forever and invincible to everything. Like, here, buddy, here's a consolation prize. You can still feel good about yourself, even though you suck. That's a good point. That is an amazing point, actually. However, if you are a hardcore gamer, you will never see such a thing. Exactly. I don't. And if I ever actually did, I wouldn't use it. I would feel insulted that the game thinks I need that. Then just don't use it. But my point is, is that you have people that do use that and then think they're amazing at the game because they beat it with a cheap invincibility item. I'm sorry. I don't mean to seem like an egotistical guy here. I'm not necessarily saying, oh, I'm god at video games. I'm not. There's plenty I'm bad at. But I think if you're going to have an ego, you should have a reason to justify it. Valid points have been made this entire podcast. I mean, that's really the thing I hate the most, is to see people who clearly don't know what they're doing, but think they do, so they assume you're the bad player. That is a perfectly casual mindset. I can't stand that. Like, everyone can improve. No matter how good you are, everyone can improve. That is a lesson everyone should learn. Wiser words have not been said. I can agree with that. Hair, hair. So, I guess if nobody has anything else they want to bring up, we can go ahead and end this thing. I guess. I don't know. How's my girl in the back? Hidden spike trap. Hey, girl. Hey, you a hardcore casual gamer. She's asleep.
Rip. Um, well, there's yeah. your answer. You, you want an answer? Before I got together with her, she never played a Mega Man game. That's it. It's divorce time. Oh, you oh, rocked no. her world. Oh, I had to rectify that immediately. Good you man. know what you also have to rectify right now? That me and her need to finish Borderlands. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. That is never <laughs> happening. Yeah, I'll have to bring that up to her. Leave a note next to her head. Just sticky note, 14 different places on her body. No, permanent marker on her cheek. Finish Borderlands. No, don't jigglypuff her. Maybe oh, I can no. just write it on her glasses. Okay. Be creative, send us a picture. And while you're at it, post it on our website. Oh, what website is that, Euphoric? Why, that is FortisCoreGaming.com. It is the place you can go to catch up on all of our activities and events, including our new streaming schedules, um, our articles, our podcasts, and more. Shameless plug. Wow, that plug. That is a perfect way to end this. I wonder if my recordings have picked up my face palm. Probably. We'll need to enhance the volume on that. So with that being said, I think it's social media's time, guys. So, what are some ways to contact you in case anyone out there listening wants to throw a comment your way or ask you a question? Euphoric? You can reach me at EuphoricFever at Twitter. Do not throw any shade on me. Kurosin? You can reach me on Twitter at Kurosin1432. Jetman? Find me at Jetman7 on Twitter. And Largo? You can always find me on my stream on Twitter. For Largo at Dibs, it's L-A-R-G-O-A-T-D-I-B-B-Z. He meant Twitch, by the way. <laughs> and we at Fortis Core are on Facebook and YouTube, Fortis Core, Twitter, at Fortis Core, and as Euphoric mentioned, our website, FortisCoreGaming.com. So, guys, let us know what you think qualifies as a gamer. Thank everyone for being here tonight, and... Check out the triple reel sometimes. It's a good show. Yay, another shameless plug. I like this one. Have a good night, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Game on, everybody. Game on.